Welcome back to Football Unfocused Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Austin West, joined by my co-host, Lavelle Harris. Lavelle, say hello. I'm glad to be back. Last episode. It is is the last episode. And on this season finale, we're joined by one of my good friends and co-workers back here in Iowa, back from my home area of eastern Iowa, Jamie Vasky. Jamie, introduce yourself. Hello, Jamie Vasky here. Getting ready for, uh, hopefully, we get to see an NFL season, but appreciate you boys having me on. Yeah, no problem. It was glad to have you here. And so, basically, what we're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about some great things, like the new Rams uniforms, some arrests around the NFL, and, of course, get to our fan bases. But before we get to that, Lavelle, remember how we had that review on Apple Podcasts, that five-star review, and we were like, oh, this is the first one we didn't know who it was from. You remember that one? Yeah, just a couple yeah. Of weeks ago, I found out yeah, recently yeah. it was our friend Nick from What Is Sports, their podcast. He actually Ooh. left that review for us, and so he was talking to me about that how he left it. And I found out he's a PlayStation guy, so I don't know if I can trust him. Hey, anymore, but... play... what PlayStation's <laughs> the best? You gotta chill out. <laughs> we know PlayStation's the best. But anyways, that's who left the shoot. So if anyone wants to leave five star reviews, please feel free. And, of course, you can do that on Apple Podcasts. Leave reviews on Spotify, I believe you can do that sometimes, but I'm not 100% sure. But, yeah, leave reviews. It'll be great. Anyways, we'll start off. We'll start with the Rams uniforms. Jamie, have you seen the new Rams uniforms for, that they released this year? <laughs> yeah, you said we are going to talk about some great things, and then you threw the Rams new uniforms in that category. <laughs> yeah. Well, I figured we'd have a great conversation about them. We don't know how – I don't know if they – We're not exactly calling the uniforms great, though. They weren't awful. They weren't as bad as uh, the Patriots uniforms. I liked them a little bit. I thought the really interesting thing about the most interesting takeaway I thought from the Rams uniform was the color they chose for not their they're not white uniforms, but that's kind of what their mentality is. But the color name is literally just bone. That is the name of the color they're using for that uniform is bone. That's the color. And I just don't. It's such a weird color to choose for a uniform, to be honest. Well, it to me, it looks like unwashed, dirty laundry is that bone <laughs> yeah. color. And, and yeah. they said they're suppo- the, that color bone is supposed to represent the, the ram's horn. Then, then why isn't the logo on the helmet that same color if you're representing a ram's horn? I, I, I don't get it. Yeah. Right. Right. I never heard of color and bone yeah. at all. That was great. I thought it'd just be like a throwback to like the St. Lu- the old St. Louis uniforms. That's what I got out of it. But again, like mm-hmm. you said, Jamie, why wouldn't they put that color in their logo then if they're going to use it for new uniforms? Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. You know, I know this is going to – you guys are a little young for this, but it reminds me of like jerseys from an old video game like that ran out of money for the uniform designs. And <laughs> all they could do is just say, hey, you know – Let's just make their home jerseys a plain white with some plain blue numbers, you know, road uniforms. Hey, let's let's put some blue with Microsoft PowerPoint font for the numbers. You know, that, I mean, it's it is it's it should be on a video game before your guys time that they didn't have mascot names. It was just Los Angeles versus Dallas like that. That's what those uniforms remind me of from one of them old video games. And you guys are talking about PlayStation. Yeah, I'm, I'm here rocking a PlayStation one. That's. Um, that's how old I hey, am. I had a PlayStation 1 before. 
I also have a PlayStation 1. It's my dad's old one. But yeah. that was the one I grew up on. PlayStation 1 and then the Nintendo Wii. And I finally made my way to the Xbox One. Nah, PlayStation <laughs> 1, PS2, PS3, PS4. I'm a PS guy forever. <laughs> so you Xbox is never part of my deal at all. <laughs> but going back to those numbers, there's got that interesting line I noticed through like when they showed Aaron Donald's. They have the blue like strip that goes right through the center of like the loop on the nine. And I don't know where they got the idea for that. Because it's like a glossy. It's like the outline is glossy, and then they have this line that comes up from like the corner and like wraps around as well. And I thought that was I thought that was weird personally as well. Because it's just it's just a weird font, like Jamie said, to have on a uniform. Yeah, it's it's like like micro all old Microsoft like art or word art or the PowerPoint font that you would just throw in and, and just have that different kind of color in the same in the same words and or in this case numbers. But you know, I understand if you want to go with a different kind of blue and do something different and try to be like the Chargers, but you know, that hasn't exactly worked out for them. So I, I mean oh I don't know what God. they're doing. Taking shots of my charges early, huh? What do you mean? Alrighty. We're talking about the uniforms are good. We're talking about the yeah. uniforms are good for the Chargers. That's what we're saying. Yeah, we have hey, the best uniforms. I will, I will say those baby blues are some of my favorite uniforms. Yes, yes, baby blues are the best. I like the, They're I like so the good. I like the navy ones. All navy ones are totes. Yeah, the older one, looking one. Yeah, those are pretty nice as well. Cause we like incorporate new school and old school in it at the same time, and it's kind of like I like right. It. I think the funniest thing that I've seen come out of the new Rams uniforms is how people on the internet have been saying how IKEA has just gotten their new football team. They're basically mentioning IKEA. how the uniforms look like I like in an IKEA employee, <laughs> like coloring and clothing and stuff. And so I ca- I kept seeing that around for like the next twenty four hours. How it's IKEA IKEA's team and stuff like that, and like pictures of the guys in uniforms in like an IKEA store and stuff like that. But I thought that was really funny. And now you won't be able to unsee it. Right, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> SoFi Stadium, home of the Los Angeles Chargers and Swedish yes, IKEA. Yes, Swedish <laughs> IKEA. Because <laughs> the Chargers, that wasn't even supposed to be our stadium. Everyone's like, the Chargers are just living in the Rams stadium. But now, hey. Westy just said it's our stadium. I'm liking it now. It I'm liking it. It's it's yours and you're sharing it with IKEA though. So that's oh, that's hey. what's going on though. This is not another team. <laughs> do do they do they have to make the bleachers themselves or assemble all the bleachers themselves like you do all the stuff you get from IKEA? <laughs> Someone's gonna go sit down and they're gonna the bleachers all the bleachers in the whole stadium are just gonna collapse because they missed yeah. like one screw in the wrong they missed the screw. <laughs> yeah, Fred, Fred, Fred assembled this one. <laughs> whole stadium just collapses mid game because they missed one someone screw sh- in the whole stadium. Yeah, someone shifted <laughs> the wrong way and everything just falls apart. <laughs> that be that's pretty funny. No, when that's a nice stadium, then you wouldn't have That'd a stadium. Funny. Well. That'd be funny. It would be That'd funny, be so funny, but a lot of people might actually get hurt, so maybe we shouldn't. Yeah. No, no, no. no <laughs> uh, but but <laughs> still be funny. But I think with that, we can move on to the arrest of DeAndre Baker and Quentin Dunbar, cornerbacks for the Washington Reds, no, Seattle Seahawks, and the New York Giants. 
Uh, they were at a cookout in Florida on May 13th when this happened. Argument broke out when Baker took out a semi-automatic firearm, uh, and Dunbar was assisted in taking watches and other valuables at the direction of ba- Baker. And they also said there was a third man who was ordered to shoot someone who had just walked into the party, and they made away with four watches, supposedly, valued at 18000 25000 17000 and a $600 watch. And then $12,800 in cash was also stolen. And people at the party believe it was pre-planned as there were when the three people were done taking the valuables, there were cars strategically positioned, they say, to get everyone out of there for departure. And so how do we feel about that, gentlemen? What did they like? They robbed the cookout, or <laughs> yeah, they robbed the cookout. Why would they need to rob a cookout if you're an NFL player? I don't get this at all. Like, you're making good money, I don't think you exactly. need to rob a cookout. Yeah, apparently, it, there was a dice game going on too, wasn't there? Was there a dice game involved? And that's an argument broke yeah, out over that. I yeah. thought I read, and what, what what's weird to me, I. I'm with you, Lavelle. Like you're an NFL player. Like, can't you just go buy your own watches and yeah. jewelry, and you don't have enough money as it is being in the NFL? I guess it doesn't make a lot of sense. But then I saw like a bunch of the witnesses are like recanting their stories. Like, so are makes you wonder: Are they paying them off? Like, there's there's some fishy business going on with this story. Hmm. Interesting. I hadn't heard that people are like taking their stories back. That brings a yeah. whole new theory into the mix. Wow, that's interesting. Hmm. Like this could have been planned out or something. Like I don't know. Like, yeah, that's what they think. Know. It was planned because they had like strategic getaway cars, is what they're is what the witnesses said. <laughs> and, like they were prepared to leave. And I, but you know, I know Quentin Dunbar doesn't play for Washington anymore. But maybe these two guys thought that jail was better than playing for David Gettleman or uh, uh, Daniel Snyder or I, oh my God. maybe maybe that was a better alternative yeah no also played for Washington they just wanted out they didn't want to play with New York they want to play <laughs> that's all but I we gotta bring it up as Jamie you are I know you're a Bills fan but uh, Oliver was also arrested over the weekend so you want to take us a little, give us a little story about that one? Well, I tell you what, I uh, I woke up from my uh, my slumber Sunday morning with a uh, nice ESPN app notification that Ed Oliver had been arrested, and I was like, Ed, you know, that's a heck of a way to wake up on a Sunday morning. You know, one of your uh, kind of your bright spots on the defensive side of the ball gets arrested for driving under the influence and oh hey let's let's add to it he's unlawfully carrying a gun so at what early in real early in the morning so but on the I guess right now they said that he's going to continue with the uh the Bills virtual offseason program so I guess that's one bright spot but you just hate to get, see guys as a as a fan of that fan base see a guy kind of start down that road because you know you're you're going to be on a short leash so anything you do from here on out is just you're looking at suspensions or just kicking him off the team but not a not the way I wanted to start my Sunday morning that's for sure right and this is where I the stat that I was mentioning earlier 
uh, that before we started the podcast about these arrests, each of the New York teams have had a 2019 first-round draft pick get arrested. The Giants had DeAndre Baker, the Jets had Quinn and Williams, and the Bills had Ed Oliver. And oh, so God. that's kind of, hmm. yeah, it was just a weird stat that I saw on Instagram. I'm like, oh, I got I to gotta put that in the podcast because that's, that's just really interesting. How they all three had a first-round draft pick get arrested <laughs> from 2019. What's happening in New York right now, then? Oh, coronavirus. They're all crazy. Yeah, they're going crazy with coronavirus stuff. Just coronavirus is affecting everyone. <laughs> well, Quinn and Williams was before, I think, wasn't it? Was he before this came, or was that? Yeah, he. Still? Yeah, he was before yeah. all this. Yeah, because this was just he take it on a plane, wasn't it? He took it on a gun on a plane, or tried to. I yeah, should say. tried to. It's. I'm just glad. I'm glad the the word "tried" is in front of that, and not "did." Yeah, he didn't make it on. Thankfully, <laughs> yeah. thank God. Like, not that he was gonna like use it, but it means our TSA is doing good work. That's what that means. Yeah, but yeah, how I stupid do you have to be, like, to even try? Yeah, you shouldn't. Even, you know, you can't bring a gun on a plane, and I don't know why. <laughs> try to like, you can barely bring a butter knife. Why would you expect you can take a gun on? You, you can't like even you? bring two full size toothpaste. So why do you think you can bring it? <laughs> hey guys, I got an idea. Let's see if I can sneak this gun on the plane. <laughs> they won't accept my toothpaste, but maybe they'll get this. <laughs> hey, the toothpaste is dangerous, guys. We can't joke about that. I don't know what you mean. Toothpaste <laughs> is a matter of national security. Have you ever seen Richie Rich? I have not, no. Oh, you guys are so young. <laughs> he he used toothpaste on the prison bars and it melted him so he could get out. Oh, that is tough. Oh my goodness, you guys. I better get into this century with my uh, references, huh? <laughs> No, we we like the little references that we don't get. It's it's yeah. nice. It adds a little spice to the older listeners of the podcast, and it's stuff they can understand if we make something that's like <laughs> too young for them or something. So it appeals to all generations, and it works out. There you go. All right, I'll take the, I'll take the title of old guy on the podcast. <laughs> You're not the first. Don't worry. John here. We've had our coaches on here. We've had. Yep, heard that. Yeah, yeah, we had. Yeah, we had some You're not, good yeah. good people on here making outdated references that we don't get. It's fine. Because what was it? I believe Coach Delk was talking about, like, the Raiders in the Al Davis era, and, like, that's a little bit before our time, or, like, earlier our time, I should say. But Yeah, way before our time, actually, because <laughs> I don't think we were thought of yet. But... <laughs> I'm trying to – my timeline's a little goofy, okay? It's, it's finals, man. It's getting to me. Finals, finals getting to man. me. <laughs> All these you, poor, you poor thing don't you get can't you cheat on tests now or not since you're doing it at home Whoa, uh, we, no, would they, never, we would oh, never i mean we i'm sorry never do that but jamie they changed all the like, our tests to essays so so yeah <laughs> a lot of them are essays now all right good good job guys i'm proud of you thank you we appreciate it. we are good student athletes don't even worry about it we keep our grades up all the time, always. That's so very important. So we can get Just off. stay in yeah. school. You stay want me to be the old guy? Game. Stay in school. Stay in school. <laughs> Don't do drugs. Yeah. <laughs> Horrible. Anyways, 
we'll get off this topic so we don't like try to incriminate ourselves with our grades or anything anymore. And we'll go to the 2020 strength of schedule. And really surprising to me was the easiest strength of schedule was the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, they have the that. easiest schedule in the NFL with an opponent win percentage of around 44%. Because they need, they need the break. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, how does that happen? <laughs> how do they get the easiest schedule in the NFL? And then the like, Patriots got the hardest. Mind. Yeah, the Patriots have the hardest with an opponent win percentage of yeah. 54%. And then right after them is the Jets and the Dolphins and then my San Francisco 49ers. I feel really bad for the Dolphins and the Jets, though, because they've been like trying to rebuild and stuff, and then they just get smacked with the hardest, some of the hardest seasons, like schedules. Like, especially the Dolphins will be Tua's first year, and I'd assume they start him right away for game one, but yeah. Oh, you can't, you can't count out Fitz Magic. I know. I hate to count out Fitz Magic. I am a big Fitz Magic guy, but. Yes. You West gotta think it's gonna happen. That's because he hasn't played for your team yet. I I would be yeah, that's probably true though. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's probably uh-huh. true. Uh-huh. That's probably true. But still, I he's a funny guy. He's a nice guy. And what was it? Oh, I saw a clip of his son. His son is like super smart at math, apparently. They like Sports Center's been doing like finding random stuff in the vault to post on their social media. And they yeah. found like a clip of uh Fitz Magic's son, and he does like a multiplication problem of like two numbers in the nineties together, and gets it right without a calculator. Well, and he's a Harvard guy. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so his son's definitely going there too, apparently, because yes. I think it was like ninety-one times ninety-three, and he did it within like fifteen seconds. I want to say. And what is it? it? Right. <laughs> that's a good question. Um, Let me get my three, calculator out because that's twenty-seven good. zero. Oh, nine, eighty-one. Hey, like, hey, if you want, if you want to look up a fun, funny video of Fitz Magic, look up the Ryan Fitzpat. Or look up his uh, his scream, and his after scream? he scored a touch, he he screamed after he threw a touchdown or ran for a touchdown for the Bills back in the middle two thousands. Yeah, that's a funny video. Ah, <laughs> oh, Fitz Magic just giving us the greatest content. Ever to be found. That man is just living highlight reel. To be honest, I, he's a he's a good he magic. <laughs> and the answer to ninety one times ninety three is eight thousand four hundred sixty three. I had that. I had that. What was your answer? <laughs> I had that. I just had all my head. I was gonna say okay, the answer. Yeah. I had that. Okay. I swear I, I had that. I'm sure. You I'm know, sure that's what you're. Unless he's dating, because I'm better at math than him. Oh my. <laughs> You want to write my math paper then for me? You want Heck to do that? No. You're so good. At why math would you? Then? Why would yeah, I do that? Fun. Why would I do that? I exactly. have my own final to worry about. You're so much better at math. That's why. But Lavelle's Chargers coming in towards the bottom of the the easier strength of schedule with yes, an average opponent opponent win percentage of about fifty percent. Super and Bowl the baby. Bills are just two spots behind the 49ers. Their opponent win percentage 52.5%. percent. And they play each other this year, and I'm excited for that game, Jamie. I'm going to be honest. I don't even remember. Where's that one? Is it in? Is it at Levi's Stadium or is it in Buffalo? I believe it's at Levi's. Is it? I have to double check that one, but 
I feel like yeah, there's, was. you know, looking at the Bills' schedule this year, it was the obviously, like you said, they've got one of the hardest schedules um, near the top of top of the league for one of the hardest schedules. But I tell you what, they've got a chance. They've got to start like super, like they've got to start off really good because they get to a certain point of their schedule and it's just brutal. Yeah, but I think it'll be a really interesting game as now the Bills have Stephon Diggs onto their offense with John (laughs) Brown and over there. So I think it'll be really interesting to see how well he does with the Buffalo Bills. And I just think it'll be a really nice game. Yeah, Yeah, from the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> you uh you and I talked about it a little bit, Austin. I just about Stefan Diggs and I, I told you I I feel like the Bills I kind of feel like they got fleeced in that trade. I mean yeah, you know Yeah. They gave up a first, a fifth, and a sixth, and I think like a fourth next year. Which you know, they that. needed a they they were gonna draft they needed a court or a receiver in the first round anyway, so I mean, they technically got a receiver in the first round in Diggs or a first-round first type of player. But I got a buddy of mine right. that's a Vikings fan, and I watch a lot of games with him. And uh, I've, seen, I've seen the best of St- Stephon Diggs, but I've and also the seen the worst. You know, the guy that throws right. his helmet with, yeah. gets a 15-yard penalty when they're up in a game, and I just – I don't know if, if he's and and he gets frustrated when he doesn't get touches and Josh Allen kind of has a tendency of overthrowing guys a lot. So mm. I don't know. Hopefully it turns out. Okay. I just, yeah, I'm a little nervous about it. The fiery guy. He is. Yeah. He, really is. he is a fiery guy. I like him. I like him. Though. I feel like he'll do good yeah. with the bills. Cause the bills are, bills are got, they got better. The over last year than the years before. They were an awful team. No one wants to go to them, but now they're good. Josh, <laughs> yeah. Allen is, Josh Allen's a, he's good. I like him. But the rest of the team's kind he's of good. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. John Brown's pretty solid <laughs> in fantasy sometimes. He's a hey, solid sometimes. fantasy player. Those are sometimes. No, no, no. Hey, we, we had a phrase, a buddy of mine, uh, Jesse Kent, that comes over to my house. Austin, it's the guy I've showed you videos of oh, that yeah. freaks out during the Bills games. <laughs> Uh, yeah. We anytime he'd make a catch, our phrase for him was "reliable John Brown" because it didn't matter what kind of situation he was catching that ball. <laughs> he was. He was. He was a really good standout this year for them. If only they could have beaten the Texans, that would have been. Uh, uh, yep. I really oh, wanted to see I, that. I, I, they had it. I was like, "Oh, they're about to win this game." I'm like, "Those uh-huh. looking good." Uh. I, Man. I got a I got a hole in my wall that'll sh- that shows my frustration <laughs> of that game. <laughs> it, oh, no. uh, it was not it, it wasn't very good. I uh, you know you you said you like Josh Allen. I think this is uh, with all the weapons that he's got now with adding Diggs and everybody's yeah. back on the front line from last year. Like this is this is the year you either do it or you don't. And, yeah, you know oh, yeah. you can't you uh, you can't take a. Uh, 20 yard loss on fourth down with a minute and a half left to go in a playoff game. I mean, or run for 40 yards and pitch it to nobody, you know, you, you got to yeah, make better. Right. Yeah. 
they, I feel like they didn't have enough weapons last year versus the no. Texans. They couldn't even like, keep the lead. And then once they like started shutting them down, it was kind of like, oh, we couldn't score again. And, like, that's yeah. why they added. Stephon Diggs was a good add for them. Yeah, he's a true. He's a true number one. Yeah. Gives them more options. Gives Josh Allen way more options. Yeah, so now he's got Stephon Diggs, John Brown, Cole Beasley's still there, I believe. Yeah. I think those are their top three, or maybe there's another guy. Uh, well, they got the uh, that that's about it. They got some speed guys that do, um, punt return type stuff, but big tight end Dawson Knox. That's the that's kind of a he's kind of an underdog. Dawson Knox. Well, look into that for your fantasy season. Oh yeah, look into Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox. You need some help in fantasy. Hey, yeah, no. I heard you're terrible at fantasy. Okay, I'm good at other my other fantasy. I don't know, like my other fantasy, I was literally eleven and two. And then my this one went westy. I was literally like three and ten, getting losing by like five points on my own. Yeah. Oh well, I, I walked. I I walked into the radio station one night when you guys were recording, and all, all I heard was Austin talking about how bad you were in fantasy. He so. always he always does it. Though. I'm just kind of like. Uh, Hey, it's a new year. It's a new year. I'm gonna win this year, though. I'm win. We're looking Cowboys forward. mentality. Cowboys mentality. This is our year. Uh huh. <laughs> Cowboys mentality. That's what you gotta have. But I think with that, we can move on to talking about NFL fan bases. This is one an episode we've really kind of tried to get going for a while, and we've just finally, finally getting around to for our season finale episode. And so I tried tried keyword to put some stuff out on twitter and facebook try to get some responses did not did not get any responses it's kind of sad i put it out today though so that that might be half the problems i put out today not like yesterday you got a response from my dad we got one response on facebook that's what we got thanks dad yeah (laughs) no kidding but we asked people what is the best fan base in the nfl unbiased opinion of course we don't want we don't want the bias in there. And so we had the response on Facebook. Oh, Bill's Mafia. Daniel Meisner. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. But we had Daniel Meisner on Facebook say the Green Bay Packers, but we don't know if that's biased or not. Huge Packers Definitely fan, biased. Definitely yeah. biased. But I believe Fox Sports somehow had Packers voted the top fans of the 2019 season. What? So there's apparently facts to back it up. I believe that's who they had this year as what the top facts? fan base in twenty. Yeah, Fox Sports had that. So I mean, he's got facts to back it up apparently, but could still be some bias in there. And a lot of bias. As, yeah. So Lavelle, what would you say the best fan base is in the NFL? We already know the best fan base is the Chargers because don't say that. No, you can't use bias. You gotta say something it's else because you know that's not true. Okay, okay. You know okay. that's not true. It is true. It is true. <laughs> we all know Chargers best what, fan base. I gotta, pick, I gotta pick twelve. This man's really doing that. He's really saying that. Trying to take shots <laughs> at my Chargers. When we win the Super Bowl, all the bandwagoners gonna come to our team and try to, to like be on their bandwagon. No, no, we don't want you guys. But probably the best fan base, other well, than the Chargers, maybe the, uh, maybe the Chiefs because. I think the cheese fans kind of kind of travel everywhere they go. They're kind of kind of crazy. Um, I've been to I haven't been to a cheese game. I've seen a lot of cheese games, and 
they're they're loud. They're loud in there. They're loud in there. Like it's, yes, they are. It's hard to it's hard to play in the Chiefs um stadium. It's like one of the hardest yeah. things to do. Ask Jimmy Garoppolo. He tore his ACL there. He, he, knows. he knows for overtime. Oh my gosh. Well, I want you to know, Chargers play in the off season, and it'll be mostly Niners fans because twelve of you won't fill a stadium. Why are you keep saying but twelve of us? Like, why are you? Well, like, where, it was an away game for the Steelers because that's how many fans it takes to fill up the screen at the NFL draft, and you didn't even have that many on there. Oh my God, we did. You're hating. You're hating. We're hating. The very first pick for Justin Herbert, there was about six people on there, six or seven. There is, there is literally ten. No, it was not <laughs> okay. ten. Really ten. Was it's ten. I'm, I'm tired of the fan hating. I'm tired of the fan <laughs> hating. They made a Wait, Pittsburgh Steelers away that. game look like a Pittsburgh Steelers home game. Stop it. Oh, it, that's true. That is true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's most. That's most of our home games, though. A lot of fans just travel, and it's like mm-hmm. it's Lavelle. Bad. It's like, it's it's really hard not to hate on Chargers fans. Like I know. It, it's so easy. I mean, it, it's a fan base that for years has had to watch Philip Rivers try to drive the oh. length of the field down four with a minute left and no timeouts, like for his entire career there. And throw a pick half the time and every time. He's like in the red zone and just forces it. And I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, but you're always down four. You can, you can always, never get a field goal to go to overtime. Always down four. We're, we're going to go to the red zone. Go to the red zone channel. Chargers are down four again. <laughs> throw a pick. If you're trying to get a money drive, throw the pick. And I'm like, oh my god. God, thank it. <laughs> Philip says, <laughs> "Mother freaker." <laughs> Shoot, guys. Exactly what he says too. They have to make up one of them, and I'd be like, oh my god, Rivers. Like, might as well just cuss at that point. <laughs> Although he can't, he couldn't. He's right up there with Russell Wilson when they had him mic'd up on Monday Night Football last year. That was awful. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys! <laughs> you did it, Russell Wilson. He's <laughs> oh, like the Sedstone, but... like quarterback you want because he doesn't do anything bad. He literally is just a perfect QB. He won't cuss. He yeah. Listen to but then they say. had those rumors come out about him, how he's going to get traded to the Browns. Like, apparently he wasn't that perfect, but... He's not getting traded to the Browns. Well, or or somebody gonna... really hates him. Yeah, that's something. For who? They were gonna to tell send him to the Browns? Before the draft. <laughs> yeah, before they drafted Baker Mayfield. They were going to no. send Russell Wilson were, to the Browns. They thought Baker Mayfield was going to be the best QB, but Baker sucks now. Uh, I'm a Baker <laughs> guy. He's uh, still, <laughs> now I'm not. Good. He had Odell, Jarvis Landry, still couldn't. Oh, oh I know. And now I'm like, come on, you're awful with Baker right now. You got to get better. We got to get better. That poor Matt fan base, Sim. speaking of fan bases. That poor fan base. They've been suffering yeah. for years and years. <laughs> it's just... Oh, it's hard. It's, it's hard been rough be, over in Cleveland. Thankfully, they had oh, basketball man. for a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but they had LeBron. If they had never had yeah. LeBron, it would have been rough out there in Cleveland. Yeah. But thankfully, no in the mad simulation ever. that's going on, the Browns, I believe, only have like one loss or something. They're one of the top teams in the league in the Madden, Madden simulation. Madden 2020 season. Madden, Madden, Madden never right. 
Never, oh, right? Ever. So far up. They have the Bucks being undefeated it's, and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. They have the Bucks like, undefeated. Never, they have like half never teams are at five and three. Like this is the most contested league I've ever seen. Like fifty percent of the teams are five and three. They're about two team two or three teams above that. And then everybody else is like four and three or like I don't think anyone has no wins. I think the Dolphins just got their first one in like week four with Tua. I don't remember who it was against, but yeah, and just outrageous scores too. Like I think the Browns put up like forty on the Ravens and the Ravens scored like <laughs> seventeen. And I was like Come yeah. on. And that was week That's one. I'm like, all right, so we can't trust this now. That's we it's can't trust this. Already flawed, but but yeah, just sad for Cleveland and over there. It's just it's rough for them. But yeah, did your dad and did your dad actually say something? I'm sure your dad would have said the Chargers too. I take that back. We probably he said he said yeah he he said Chargers yeah he did say Chargers. He yeah, said he said Chargers why. of course he said Chargers of course <laughs> yeah Chargers are the best. I yeah, feel like the okay. craziest fans are are Bills Mafia though. Definitely. Yeah, those are my favorite. Right. That is my favorite fan base personally. My unbiased opinion. Yeah. I, I will take yes. it. Yes. He said yes. Yes. <laughs> Bill's okay. Mafia is so much fun. I don't know. Oh, it's great. <laughs> First off, Packers fans are the worst. <laughs> and I don't even I don't even have a dog in the fight in the NFC North. Like that's just no, they're the worst. But I think, obviously, I'm biased, and I would say Bills Mafia, because what other fan base went to four straight Super Bowls, lost them all, and continues to come back? But unbiased, I would say, Lavelle, I would go with you in Kansas City, just because yeah. I've been there four times, and... I've seen Kansas City when they're not good, and the Bills and them were fighting for a first-round draft pick. But I've also seen them when they were good and playing against the Broncos, and that place is unreal, like just electric, the way that place gets when they're good in that defense. You, it's it's deafening. You can't you can't hear anything, and it's just it it was a cool experience. Yeah, that's for sure. I I, I know that for sure. I'm down to go to Chiefs Chargers game this year. In Kansas City. In Kansas City. Oh, Bro, so we, could, we should do this. It's an easy drive. We can do this. It is. Lavelle, fly over to my house. It's like a seven hour drive, I think, or something like that. Ooh, five and a half. Five and a half? Oh, man. I was, I oh, was over it, five and a half. Kansas City is a quick drive. We're doing it then, Wesley. Yeah. We've got to book tickets. And I know a I know a barbecue place we can go. Well, Hayden would we'll want to go to Hayden's like Hayden's family's like yeah. their Kansas City Chiefs like like probably boosters whatever we call them. Yeah. Like boosters. Hayden, like no Hayden's family's kind of crazy with yeah. Kansas City, so I'm down to go. I'm down we'll to go this game. Yet. Watch the Chargers beat up on the Chiefs, and we're good with All that. All right. No, too Super, far. Bowl bound, Super Bowl bound, baby. Super Bowl bound. Our defense is crazy. I'm telling you, we start. We have something for Mahomes this year. Oh. We have something for Mahomes. It's good. That's what you need to worry about. Um, I really wanted Jalen Hurts. They didn't take him, so I want Isaiah Simmons and Jalen Hurts, but they didn't. That didn't go as planned. So. 
Oh, yeah, don't you don't want to you don't want to talk get talking defense with me. I guys, well, the Bills got a really good defense, guys. <laughs> defense. Oh, that's our defense. Our defense is the best in the league right now. Uh-uh. Yes, Come on. God, that Bills. You got Josh. You got Josh Norman, an aging Josh Norman. Stop, Quentin, stop, Quentin, stop. Quentin Jefferson. No. Trey White. Oh, that defense. AJ Epinesa. Ever heard of him? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Tell him. Josh Norman. You said that, and I almost threw up in my mouth because he's old. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's old. <laughs> we have Chris Harris Jr., Casey Hayward, Derwin James. Uh, uh-huh. We just signed Ky- um, Murray. What's his first name? Kyler. Kyle. I think it's Kyle. Kyle Murray. Oh, and not Kyler? It's not, not no, Kyle. It's Kyle. Joey Bosa, Melvin Ingram, oh, Linval Joseph. We might be the best oh. team ever. Might be the best oh. Hey, we're – the Bills just load yeah, up on me. Hawkeyes. Yeah. Hey, I'm we got Mike to hide your kids, hide your wife. We got Jordan Jordan Poyer on there. Oh, that Bill, Bill's defense is solid. Micah Hyde's has been on the Bills for about 20 years now, I swear. I've seen him on, ever since. I always see this man on the Bills. Every oh, he's a, this is only like his third. This is only his third year in Buffalo, I think. I swear. I swear. I, I've been playing Madden for a long time. I he was a Packer. He was a Packer. Always on that thing. Uh, <sighs> yeah, Bills Mafia is just. I love Bill's Mafia, but they're jumping on tables. And then I love how they can jump on tables one minute, and then when Andy Dalton gets them a playoff berth, they immediately start donating to his charity. Like, there's two sides <laughs> of the Mafia coin. Yes, it's like bro, they're hilarious. crazy and, like, light tables on fire to jump through. with their. They do gender reveals by throwing their babies through t- fake tables and stuff. And then on the other side is the really generous donating – because Andy Dalton just got us to the playoffs. Thank God for Andy Dalton type stuff. And it's just both sides there. Oh, guys. Yeah, yeah I got goosebumps just reliving that moment. It was <laughs> it was fourth down, and Dalton throws a touchdown pass. You know, we were just happy that they got the first down, but then he ran in for a touchdown. Oh, man. I wish this was a visual medium as well, because <laughs> boy, I could show you guys some videos of that day. Huh. But I tell you what, you, you talked about the stuff they do, like the tailgating and stuff like that. Have you guys ever heard of Pinto Ron? Pinto Ron. Uh, Pinto Ron. Is that the guy that passed away earlier? Who had the no, uh, no, that was Pancho, that was that was Pancho Billa. Oh, okay, yeah, that's what, uh, that's we, got we got all sorts. We got. We got all sorts of super fans. So much names. Yeah. Oh yeah, you got Buffalito too. He's he's he also wears a big sombrero. Oh god. All right, quick history lesson with Pinto Ron. He hasn't missed a Bills game since 1994. Home or away? The first year I went to Kansas City for a Bills Chiefs games. Me and my buddy Jesse run into this guy in a bar, and he's telling us how he's a program engineer, software engineer. And he hasn't missed a Bills game, home or away, since 94. And uh, he was there when they lost in the Super Bowls before that. And we're like, okay, whatever, nerd. Like, (laughs) I'm not buying it. Well, then, like five years ago, ESPN had that 
30 for 30 on Buffalo and losing four straight Super Bowls. Yeah. And all of a sudden this guy shows up on the TV, the same guy we met and his name is Pinto Ron. And he drives an old Ford Pinto to all the games. He opens it up and it's a grill in the front of this Ford Pinto. And he takes like old saw, old tools, like a saw and all this stuff. And he grills on it like hot dogs and bacon and all this stuff. And then right before they go into the game, he holds two hot dogs out and people stand on top of buses and cover squirt ketchup and mustard all over this guy trying to get in on his hot dogs. Oh my God. Look, look up, look up Pinto Ron. I really typed Pinto into Google and the first suggestion is Pinto Ron, Ken Johnson, software engineer. And that's the first thing that pops up. And you yeah. just see 11 questions with Bill Superfan. Nobody tailgates like Rochester's Pinto Ron. It's a picture of him with the hot dogs and the mustard and ketchup all over him. We got a video <laughs> of him with his grill oh right God. here. <laughs> yeah. Celebrates 400th consecutive game, I believe, is what that's going to say. I think it's going to say looks game. Like, I don't he know. looks like a Bills fan. Doesn't he know? He looks like a Bills fan. So we yeah. went we went up to Minnesota to watch the Bills and Vikings play in 2000. I think it was two years ago, 2018 maybe. And we went to his – the night before the game, we found out where his tailgate party was, like just for the night before. And we mm. told him that story, how we ran in. We thought, you know, this guy was feeding us a line of crap. And he laughed, and Poncho Billa was there that night up in Minnesota. And – of course, the Bills kind of wiped the floor with the Vikings that next day, which was uh, which was a lot of fun. But no, we we took a picture with him and Poncho Villa, and that was right before he had passed away. So it was uh, it was kind of fun just to hang out with those guys, and uh, you know they'll he'll he'll follow you on Twitter, he'll talk to you on Twitter. It's just kind of a kind of a fun fan base, like you said. Yeah, yeah. Do you do this every game? Like you sprayed with ketchup and mustard? Oh yeah. Oh my God! He's going Every game, Evan is great. The legend of Pint, Pinto Kenny lost in the sauce. So <laughs> Pinto, what? It's so oh, Austin, you talked about people taking, you know, dropping their babies through tables. Yeah, dropping gender reveal. I've seen that before. I've got a one-month-old that I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna probably drop through like a small table that's already broken when the football oh, season man. comes along this year. <laughs> oh no! I need that no. video. Man, you I want. I, I want it too. I want it too. I mean, he'll be a little older then, so he should be able to take it. But he's already got yeah. Bill's onesies that are scheduled to fit him during football season this year, next year. We've got it. We're we're set. Oh, that's amazing. That is so good. Oh, I love that how you, so much. That's how you got to treat. That's how you got to treat the, the kids. You got to get, right. get them early. Get them early on the bill train. Exactly. <laughs> Keep the tradition alive. Yeah, we got to get them initiated the right way. Initiated. <laughs> I, might, I, might squirt some, I might squirt some ketchup and mustard on them, too. You never know. Bill's baptism. Bill's baptism. <laughs> ketchup and mustard and drop it through a table. That's how you become a Bills fan. That's right. It's like... Well, it's like that uh, video Peyton Manning did for Peyton's Places where he was a Bears fan. He got inducted. Oh, was, one was of the Bears super fans. Yeah. The, I don't remember what they put into it. Or like the concoction, if it was just like water or something. 
they had him do all this stuff, and then they dunked him, and he pulled him out, and he had the Mike Ditka mustache and the sunglasses on. Oh, I seen that. I, seen yeah, I remember that. Oh. Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. So Bears fans, Bears fans are pretty good too. I like the Mike uh, Ditka mustache. They're loyal. They are loyal. They are loyal. And I mean, they well, still they still believe yeah. that Mitch Trubisky's the answer. Heck nah, no. not all. Not all. Oh. Not Coach Mo. Coach Mo. Yeah. Jamie, I I'll bring this up any chance I get. Jamie, I don't know if you listened to the one. Oh, well, probably not, but because he wasn't on it. But we had one where we tried to record with our head coach, Coach Grant Mollering, and it got messed up, so we couldn't have it. So we had to do a different one over that. But we mentioned the greatest quote I've ever heard about the Bears and from Coach Mo, and he says he wishes he Mitch Trubisky is so bad he wishes he had Jay Cutler back. Instead, at quarterback, <laughs> and that was the quote. And, no, that's bad. That's oh it's all, God, he's no. all I mean, I've been trying Mr. to find Jay Cutler lately too, and I just can't find Mr. Personality. Awesome. Yeah, exactly. Poor man's getting a divorce now. It's it's sad times. Sad times because Cutler. he. Because, yeah, he, yeah, because he wants to stay on the farm because he's lazy. <laughs> this is what his wife oh. said. He's lazy. And oh. I said a tweet. He's like, he played he's in the NFL for 17 years. How he has a he has a like a reason to rest. And I was like, yeah, like he just made you all this money. <laughs> like he's paying for everything. Yeah. Uh, so is he gonna be on very cavalier anymore? I no, I don't think so. Yeah. Oh, I'm devastated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. It's like my it's, sad it's like my least favorite show. It's like my least favorite show. <laughs> but yeah, and I've just been looking for Cutler jerseys because I want a Bears one. I don't want a Dolphins one because I want a Ew, Bears Why do you want a Cutler jersey? Because <laughs> I think it'd be cool to have a Cutler jersey. Oh my god! I think it's funny, but they're just gone. There's nowhere, not even on Chinese wholesale, is there a Jay Cutler Browns jersey? Chinese wholesale. Well, there is. I don't trust, but I don't trust the seller. I don't trust the vendor exactly. It's not a usual vendor on Chinese wholesale, so I don't trust it. But other than that, yeah, it's it sucks trying to find a jersey for Jay Cutler. Maybe I need to get a Fitz Magic one too. And an, I need an Epineza one. That's what I also need. I need Epineza. Uh, they don't have them yet. Trust me, I've looked. <laughs> he was like, yeah, because he. Has, I don't think he's decided his number yet, has he? I yeah, fifty-seven. Which makes me really upset, because '94 was available, but one of the one of the guys they signed in the off season wanted '94. Oh, dang! So my luck with jerseys, I'll buy an Epinesa one with '57, and then they'll cut the guy or get rid of the guy that had '94, and he'll switch because that's been my jersey buying experience my entire life. <laughs> they either change numbers or they just they're gone the next year. Yeah, that's one of the things like jersey buying. Like you can never know if like yeah, like if I would have gotten a Daniel Sanders jersey last year, oh, like, what nice. do I do with it? What would I do with it now? Burn it. Burn. <laughs> I don't know if I'd do that per se, but I'd probably go end up LeBron it. chain. LeBron chain. Yeah. Burn all exactly. the jerseys. Oh yeah, but as we're at forty-seven minutes here, I think. It's time to bring this thing to a close. And Jamie, thanks for coming on. It was great having you on here. Always great. glad to talk about Bills Mafia. A lot Loved of fun it. to talk about that. Yeah. 
Well, thank you very much, boys. I appreciate it. And uh, thanks for having me on. And we'll talk to you later. I'll send videos. Trust me. Yes, I want to. We're so glad. We would love that, actually. It would get posted, probably, if you gave us permission on our stuff. Oh, of course. Don't worry. (laughs) All right. And so that's been it for our season finale episode of Football Unfocused. If we decide to make another podcast episode sometime this summer, you'll find out about it when it gets posted. If not, we'll see you in the fall, mid-August or something, hopefully. Until then... Watch, listen to as many podcasts as possible. Rate as many times as possible. We need, we need the clout. That's what we need. We need the clout. I That's gave it. you a five star today. Yes. Yes. Beautiful. Yes. We need, we all, need Bills all, Mafia give, all Bills yeah. Mafia to give us five stars. Absolutely. We'll tweet it at some Bills Mafia fan page and just be like, "Hey, we need all your fans to give us five stars <laughs> ratings on Apple Podcasts." But yeah, with that, we'll call it an end and. We'll see you next year.